0: I'm Michael Dunn and you're listening to Oregon Rainmakers on KLCC. My guest today is Jim Robertson, the owner and founder of an institution in Eugene, Prince Puckler's Ice Cream. Robertson and his wife Lolly started the business in 1975 and have served hundreds of thousands of customers and even President Barack Obama at their location. Jim Robertson, the owner and founder of Eugene's Prince Puckler's, welcome to the program. Well, thank you very much, Michael. Yeah. So, gosh, you know, why don't you start with how you got started? You know, take us back to the very beginning. I know you've been in in business for decades. Talk about that, how it all started for you.
1: Well, it actually started in the late 60s when I lived in or spent a lot of time in san francisco i'm from the bay area me too and there was a famous ice cream parlor in san francisco called bud's ice cream i know it i've heard there, of it
0: there you go.
1: <laughs> and um i uh through good fortune got to meet him mm-hmm. and uh i asked if i could buy his recipes and learn how to make ice cream from him hmm. at at the time i had uh come into a little bit of money and I lived in Eugene my uh, brother and sister both went to school at the University of Oregon and so I moved up here and I thought well you know maybe there's a place in this town for someone that makes their own ice creams there were (laughs) there was Bressler's and there was Baskin Robbins basically and and
0: nothing like what we were planning to do yeah yeah so gosh you know you, you uh, did it start with i'm going to be an ice cream maker and then how did how did sort of the retail part of that start and how did you physically get a, a you know a, a location and whatnot well we opened in the atrium in
1: 1975 okay. Uh it was november i can't even tell you the date <laughs> and it was incredible my we were literally overwhelmed with a, a warm welcome we received from the downtown community, yeah. I guess you would say. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was 25, my wife was 22, and uh, she was a schoolteacher. Okay. Um, and we were uh, very, very fortunate, and we were incredibly successful from
0: literally the day we opened. <laughs> Did you always want to own your own business? Like, growing up, would, would, what, what was kind of, maybe when you were younger than when you started at 25, when you were in school, yeah. what, what was uh, kind of well, the... Well, I really didn't know what I wanted to do.
1: Okay. Um, I went to the University of Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was academically disqualified. <laughs> and uh, came into some money okay. and said, well, what am I going to do? Uh, and I... Uh, we, my wife and I both decided that you know we're going to do the ice cream business <laughs> and so I went down to uh, San Francisco and uh, worked for Bud yeah. basically and made ice cream yeah. for him and bought his used all his equipment because he was expanding and and uh, I bought all of his old equipment, and we set up in the atrium
0: yeah. right, right across from Nike. <laughs> yeah. Another another institution. Yes. <laughs> um, ice cream parlors, and you talked about Bud's, and, and for people who grew up in San Francisco, it's an institution. And, and you have become an institution. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that ice cream shops... I mean, they kind of lend themselves. Once once you kind of hook a, 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 a customer base, it's like they'll never go anywhere else. I imagine a lot of your customers are pretty gosh darn loyal, aren't they? We are very, very fortunate.
1: And one of the fun things about our business and being in town for so long is that we it's multi-generational. And one of the most actual important things uh, about our present Location and business is that we have the same people working for us. We have employees that have worked for us for almost 40 years. Wow. And um, the managers at our store at 19th and Agate have been there 20-plus years. Uh, they actually wanted to buy it. We sold the business. Hmm. We actually sold ice cream in... Uh, Illinois, Arizona, hmm. California, all throughout Portland with a business called Coffee People. And it, it's actually a kind of an interesting story. In 1975, uh, Jim and Patty Roberts opened a business called Coffee World up in northwest Portland. Okay. And they sold our ice cream. It failed miserably. <laughs> they owed us a lot of money, and uh, we said or I said don't worry about it everybody did the best they could and you know good luck they were moving from Portland to the coast Okay. they had five children and the middle 80s in 19 um, the middle 80s I okay. guess is the best way to say it we were in horrible shape our business hmm. uh, there was uh, uh, a major recession sure. we had opened we had five stores they weren't doing well hmm. um, and Jim and Patty the people that we did business with 10 years earlier hmm. called up and said will you make ice cream for us hmm. and said yes from that point i mean we were in desperate shape we okay. had sold our car our coins wow our retirement plan we they refloated our ship basically that business uh, it was called coffee people in the portland area okay and we had 25 30 outlets up there and we it it basically saved our business and i I like that story because it's kind of you know it was a good thing that that we did for them karma and yeah it was it's exactly that sort of thing and so uh eventually we were selling ice cream starting a family my wife and i we Mm -hmm. adopted two boys and we said well let's just do wholesale and get out of the retail business. We sold our last store at 19th and Agate, and it was a disaster. <laughs> the people that bought it, we we had uh, met the uh, woman. Her name was Vicky, and she worked for. Uh, she's a manager at Dairy Mart. Mm. The Gibsons, the people that own Lock Meat in Dairy Mart, where that's where we've our mix is made. Okay. Talked to them. They said, "Yeah, she's great." Etc. Etc. et cetera. The day we sold the store, we met her husband and he was a disaster mm. and anyway our phone never stopped bringing people in the neighborhood over there going what in the heck did you do to us oh boy uh, they did a very poor not her but him he was just horrible he smoked cigarettes they put rugs in the ice cream parlor they, they alienated people He mm. didn't like et cetera et cetera he had all these mm. things so we went back and said we'll, we'll buy it back Wow. And so we bought it back. We then were going to reopen. And um, a couple who owned a restaurant on 19th, I believe it was called Olivia's. OK. They came over and wanted to buy it, the <laughs> business, because it wasn't open. We'd just taken it back. Mm-hmm. We said no. And they said, can we manage it? and their name are Lance and Anita Schindel, and they have been our managers ever since. And the main thing that we asked them was, or or one of the things that we talked about when hiring, we said, you know, you need to be Jim and Lolly, Hmm. because we were familiar faces, It is so important, you know. Lolly's your wife. Lolly's my wife. Mm -hmm. uh, And it was going to be Lance and Anita. And they're there to this day. We constantly or often uh, get uh, people saying how wonderful they are, Mm -hmm. especially Anita. And um, not to digress, but that is really, in essence, what... One of the things we have a you know have a product that we're very proud of and and, and uh, we like very much, but the the most probably the next most important thing are the people that we've hired and we've had people over these it's 48 years next month yeah that really made our business uh, Lindsay Lombard Ron Eckberg. Uh, the Chandel's, it, it goes on and on, the, the people, but that really is the backbone of it, because when people, uh, there was just a familiarity, and they're very nice people, and people enjoyed coming into our store, and um, so...
0: Yeah. yeah no I, I what I love about that story is you're right I mean obviously it, you have to have the basics and having mm-hmm. a great product is very mm-hmm. important and location is important mm-hmm. all those things but yeah if the people can't make it work, especially for something, let's face it, ice cream, very much a discretionary product. You don't mm-hmm. have to have it. It's 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 part of, you know, it's something I want to go get. It's part of the experience. Boy, if the people don't make you yeah. make it worth it, it's just so, so yeah. easy to go someplace else, isn't it? Absolutely, and I actually, and I'm throwing out names. There's another
1: person that really is given, he still works for us, uh, Rick, uh, and, um, put their heart and soul into business because you know any business typically that's been around as long as we have sanford is his name rick sanford rick sanford Sanford. he's our office manager he's Mm. been there 37 38 years any business that's been around typically that long has had its ups and downs and he you know it really had you know he just rolled up his sleeves and did whatever it took to 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 get to the next yeah. day yeah and we've had really uh a number of people i mentioned a few over because mm-hmm. it's been so many years
0: that really made the difference in our business and still to this day are making a difference. Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds like it. We're going to take a break. We're talking with Jim Robertson, the owner and founder of Prince Pucklers. We'll be right back. I'm Jen White with NPR. If you're fortunate enough to have collected a few classic cars over the years, here's a thought. Give them a new life by donating one or more to support this station. They'll be matched with interested buyers, collectors just like you who know a great car when they see one. You free up some space in the garage, the classic car gets a new home, and proceeds support this station. It's a win-win, thanks in advance. We're back talking with Jim Robertson, the owner and founder of Prince Pucklers. Boy, when you got into manufacturing, making your own ice cream, I imagine that was a pretty steep learning curve, was it? I mean, I imagine you Uh, didn't have any background in in ice cream making at the time, did you? Talk about Uh, that. uh,
1: No, I had no background in it, it, but it wasn't that, it isn't that difficult. Okay. Uh, You know, one of the things in ice, anybody, not anybody, but... It's not that hard to make ice cream. It's not that hard to. to. Um, the hard part is, you know, where you're going to sell it mm-hmm. and distribution of, of the product. It, you know, it, it really isn't that hard to do, basically. Uh,
0: yeah, but I'd say maybe, and, and again, I'm not an ice cream maker, uh, but I imagine, sure, it's probably easy to make ice cream. But is it easy to make really good ice cream? No, well, that's all what you put into it. Okay,
1: um, basically, our our uh, you know we have a sixteen percent butter fat. Mm-hmm product which is for you know lots of lots of cream um <laughs> and uh, the recipes you know if you were familiar with bud's ice cream mm-hmm. you know it was famous because the lines down out the door it only fit you know a couple people <laughs> in yep. the, the shop itself and
0: um uh, which which you have now. I mean, obviously, I, I think most people are familiar with where your store is. Very close to the university, and you know, at Nineteenth and Agate, and certainly on a, on a on a hot summer day, you have a line around or you know, out, outside the door, and and you kind of move it along pretty well. I think you know, you just talked about some of the people um, who work for you. I think what's always amazing is is that um, you know, for people who have been. The line moves very quickly. You're very good about serving people, but also it's almost like it's it's almost like a, a happening, if you will, just being in line. Oftentimes you see neighbors, you see people you haven't seen in a while. I think that's part of what Prince Puckler's Absolutely. is about. Um, we are very fortunate. We have lines. It's,
1: uh, you know, when we first started in 1975, I went to Oregon Bank. There was a banker named Bill Wolf mm-hmm. And Gene, uh, was Gene Moore was his name. Okay. Was the assistant. I don't know if you remember familiar with him and he asked me what I wanted I wanted to borrow ten thousand dollars of course he wouldn't let; la- they wouldn't give it to me I had to get a co-signer <laughs> which is another interesting story it was Clarence Chase of <laughs> Chase Gardens and, oh wow okay and Eugene wow and I don't mean to digress but it's a fascinating story about it his wife Marcy was My grandfather, who was born in 1867, Hmm. it was a long time ago, (laughs) his sister was married, had some children. Her husband abandoned them, and my grandfather, her brother, helped support her for years and years. So uh, Clarence was known as sort of a very tight-with-the-money Person in this town, (laughs) and it was almost shocking because I had never met him before. (laughs) But I knew he was a relative, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I went to him and asked him for the money. Well, there were the only reason he gave me that money was, I believe, was because of Marcy, his wife who my grandfather helped support. (laughs) And, you know, we're talking about karma. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's uh, another story. And I paid him. But I told, uh, Bill asked, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to become a, uh, I don't know, institution is the right word, but I want to be part of the community. And interestingly enough, we are a very large part of the community, but it's, based in southeast eugene sure sure um yeah and, and you go out river road you go out here and people have never heard of <laughs> prince bucklers which to me is a good thing it's not <laughs> a bad thing because it's they're people
0: that that are potentially customers there you go there you go speaking of customers You've had a famous customer at Prince Uh Puckler's, and for people who've been into the shop, there are pictures of the former President Obama Uh at the shop. Talk about that, how did that sort of happen? (laughs) It was an interesting event. Uh,
1: I was delivering Hood River, we have an account up in Hood River called Mike's Ice Cream, which we've had for almost 40 years also. Wow. And uh, President Clinton was going to appear at the, uh, the library, which is right across the street from where Mike's ice cream is. okay, And I said, we well, get his signature when he comes, you know, if he mm-hmm. comes down for ice cream, because all the presidents like ice cream. And <laughs> um, anyway, so I had to leave. I had to come back down, and I'm driving down the, uh, the gorge, and I get a phone call, and they say, Senator Obama is coming to our store. <laughs> and so I wasn't actually there. Okay. But... Uh, it, it, it was an incredible. The whole area just clogged with people, cars. I mean, it was. Secret it Service. Was well, Secret Service emptied the store. And okay. Wand everybody. They were very gracious, very nice. From my understanding. And I don't know this for a fact, uh-huh. but he was at a—I uh, know for a fact—he was at a, a campaign event in Roseburg. Okay, and they're coming up I five. It's a warm day, and he wanted some ice cream. And <laughs> someone said, "Well, <laughs> Prince Buckler's can <laughs> go over there," and uh, and that's how how we ended up there. Nice. <laughs> My family. Uh, are a bunch of Republicans, <laughs> and, you know, they never thought anything a, a Democrat could do would be any good, but I always told my father, I said, you know what, ever since uh, President Obama came to our store, every month, as many years, has been better th- than the year before <laughs> For with with exception of maybe a couple months. And this is many years. Sure, this sure, sure. Going sure. On. And our business is just improved, improved, improved. And I go, Dad,
0: that's the Obama effect. That's what we call it, it's the Obama <laughs> Maybe uh, ice cream can cure our political divide. You know, there's uh, no politics boy, I, in ice cream, hopefully.
1: You know, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. anyway, yeah. That's, it, it was a great event. Yeah. The The kids that were in the store, it was, well, I, I wouldn't say life-changing, but it was just a big moment. One of the uh, the uh, young ladies, she was a South Eugene student at the time, mm-hmm. Anna was her name, she had just written a paper about Senator Obama and his speech he gave at the Democratic National Convention that, okay. that year. Sure. And... She wrote a paper on, you know, why he should be president, et cetera. <laughs> and so here she's working, and, and he's oh, like a hero. <laughs> and he walked in, and, and like I said, they were very gracious. Yeah. And they, they were meeting, also met some friends there at the time. They had a, a couple that they knew, okay. and they came down there. Wow. So, that, that is a great But it, was, it, it really had a tremendous positive impact on our business. Sure. Uh, we... All of a sudden, we started seeing um, people of color coming mm-hmm. by and going, this is where he yeah. was. I mean, it was, ch- and, and the awareness of the student population, it just... We were in the Oregonian. We yeah. were front page Register Guard. My aunt in in uh, Washington D.C. said we were on the news there. <laughs> I had, a, uh, <clears throat> you know, we were on the news in Australia. It was must have been a slow day because <laughs> you know they're following the presidential <laughs> candidates. Yeah. And and we just it was explosive that year. It was the event of the year in the Register Guard. It just uh, yeah. Yeah. We just exploded. We were we were you know, I mean, we're doing fine, but uh-huh. that—that's you yeah. know my whole thing. I, yeah. I, you know, appreciated President
0: Obama even more today. than <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Your number one customer. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, as we sort of close out, I'm wondering, boy, listening to your story and and the ups and downs, you know, mm-hmm. and I imagine there are times maybe when y- you have an opportunity to pass on some of that wisdom and, and sort of, you know, if you're talking to someone who whether it's ice cream or not, you know. Just mm-hmm. maybe some of the lessons you learned about being yeah. a small business owner, risk taking, yeah. you know, karma, whatever. What are yeah. some of those things you well, like to impart? You know, I always tell, uh,
1: you know, say this. I
0: don't tell people
1: that. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I have made have had more failures than successes mm-hmm. in our business by far. I mean, mm-hmm. we've closed stores, gone broke, uh, etc. Far more failures than successes and but you know we keep going and trying new things and and many of the things our successes have outweighed our failures yeah Uh, yeah but I mean I think that's just you know kind of life you do things and some things don't work out and you move on to something else Hmm. etc but um I think that's you know something i you know tell you know tell people is that don't be afraid to fail you fail and i think that had a lot to do with my upbringing and my father you know and this hearing you know don't be afraid to fail you know it's i believe you know
0: you learn from your Mistakes. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, here's to many more years of uh, of serving ice cream and maybe making mistakes, but yeah. learning from them. And well, who knows? Maybe another president will stop by.
1: <laughs> yeah. They, well, we. Yeah. It depends who it is. That's but, true. Uh, the uh, my daughter is. You know, in, in January one, I will not be an o- the owner, or nor will my wife. My daughter is who. Uh, actually was educated to be a a special ed teacher Hmm. she decided she wanted to be in the ice cream business and she enjoyed when you have your own business you you know you go to work when you want and you leave when you're done or or something like that it's you're not having someone you know tell you what to do and i think she's found that she really likes being her own boss and Making your own decisions, and and uh, you know we have many of the key personnel that were with my wife and I. Uh, she's work. She went to uh, Columbia uh, University and okay. graduated, got her master's there. Wow. And uh, autism was her specialty. But we said, Laura, if you have any interest in the business, now is the time to take it because we are going to move on in our our lives, and there won't be a business in five years if you decide you want to not be a teacher. Yeah. But if you want to buy, you know, buy, she's buying the business. If you want to buy it and you decide you don't like it, you can sell it and you go be a teacher. But it didn't work, it doesn't work both ways. But she, I think she really enjoys it. And she's been in the business probably eight years. Wow. And, and wow. She makes all the, you know, not all of it, but a lot of the ice cream. And and uh, she's the operations manager. And also another thing that uh, that was really important uh, that I think that that she helped tremendously was I was happy, you know. My wife said we got to do this. We gotta, I go, we're successful, you know. Why change anything? Hmm. But s- seriously, we were. It was like. Um, We needed to change. We needed a social media presence. We needed all kinds of things, which I was a zero at. (laughs) And she came in and (laughs) made a lot of changes in our business. And uh, I think it has a a good future. Yeah, the legacy continues. Yeah, we're kind of, (laughs) and and I also, it means a lot to me, you know, uh,
0: kind of multi-generational. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. Well, Jim Robertson, the owner and founder of Prince Puckler's, thanks so much for talking with us. Well, it's been enjoyable. That was our conversation with Jim Robertson, the founder of Prince Puckler's Ice Cream. The little shop near Hayward Field has become one of our community's most beloved legacies. This has been the Oregon Rainmakers podcast on KLCC. I'm Michael Dunn, your host. Thanks for listening.